Yep. Tina. Wow, that brings back some memories as well. R.I.P. to Tina Turner, who passed away and provided us with some I've great seen Camp, I've seen Campo dance to this song a few really? times. Really? I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> sober or? This one, this one. And Never sober. Island. Oh, oh stop it. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> now, you probably hear from the voice uh, next to us, uh, Kevin Campion, sitting alongside. Great to have you uh, here with us, Campo, uh, as we broadcast live from Three Wise Birds Portside Bar. Come and say hi to uh, plenty of Warriors legends in the building this evening, building towards Warriors Broncos tomorrow night here in Napier at McLean Park, a man who played for both teams, Campo. And we're counting down our top five Warriors Broncos moments in Ooh. history. Now, we're up to number four. And I think we've got some audio to play for you here. Have a listen. Back to Webkey. Smothering defence. And a bit of a smack in the chops. And Webkey and Campion. Oh, there's no love lost. Old teammates blowing up at Ericsson. Wooshka. Campion. Which way? Some vigilante tactics from <laughs> Campion, but the penalty goes to the Warriors. That's no, the best part of that, Campo, is that we got the penalty. <laughs> no no one could call a, a game better than the great Jason Costa. Oh, hey, I'll tell yeah. you about it from North Queensland, Costo. But, uh, <laughs> mate, we just had to, we had Gordy on, and he said, Mate, he was a farmer, Webkey. Never been, a, we've never been a fight in his <laughs> never life. Never been a fight in his life, and he said, "If you're going to pick one, you got to throw them." 100%. And apparently, apparently, what he said was the very next fight he picked on a halfback and beat him up. <laughs> he, he got dusted a few times. <laughs> <laughs> mate, tell us about that. You know, like back in those days, we've just had Tatey come on, and he said, "You know, mate, we, I remember you guys coming here to the QE2 and telling us up for fifty, and you go there and they, they come down. I remember that game. I've got a picture of it in a jersey frame." We beat Brisbane at home because it was some type of t- um, recognition of, of 95. Just tell us about those days, mate. The Broncos, you know, mm. you came from the Broncos to the Warriors. Yeah. Tell us about what it really meant to you as well when the Broncos came to town. Well, uh, that wasn't the first time that uh, we had played them and beat them. I mean, uh, that wasn't the first game that we beat them, was it? No. No. No, no I think we beat them in 2001. Yeah, that's right. Um, when, I, when I first got But we... We had a chat that, and you were on the coaching staff then, uh, Kempi, and uh, Endo was there, obviously, but uh, we had a chat. I remember sitting in the with you um, uh, and Endo to say, how, do, how are we going to beat the Broncos? And and uh, we have to beat them at their own game, and that's what we did. We were physical. We didn't make any mistakes, um, and we just played a very simple game, and that's that's all the Broncos have ever done. Yeah. And that's why they've been so successful. They don't, you know, they don't... Um, do anything out of the ordinary, anything out of their control, and uh, we beat them that particular day. That I remember the first time we beat them was uh, at their own game. I remember, I remember one time we're sitting down and you telling me about Brent Tate talking about Clinton Tupi saying, "Mate, he hates playing against you. You make sure that you just, you know, you go out there and you make sure he knows he's going to come to a game." Yeah. And ever since then, Tate, I guarantee you, Tate used to hate coming playing against us. I think it was more Francis Malley when, because uh, he was a like he could just he was one of those wingers that could, um, you know, come off his line and, and make the perfect tackle and at the right time and uh, he he probably nearly, he, he nearly put um, Tate into retirement a few times to tell you the truth he was yeah just had uh, an uncanny knack to you know come in. Mm. Yeah, we'll keep talking about the memories in a second, uh, Campo. But just talk to us about 
Um, we, we, me and Kempi both shared stories of coming down here to Napier. Kempi was flying, I was driving, and just sort of seeing how uh, badly affected the area has been, you know, with the with the floods and uh, and what's been taking place. So, how how sort of important you're down here? A lot of the a lot of the old boys are down here as well. How important has it is it for the Warriors to to bring a game here? And how massive do you think it's going to be for the community tomorrow night? Oh, it's it's just great that the Warriors have decided to come here and give back to to new to the New Zealand people and over the last couple of years you know due to COVID we've been stuck in Australia and it's yeah it's just great that uh, you know the, the Warriors have decided to you know, take their games all over New Zealand and and they've got great support you know yeah. you, you, I've been sitting here having a few beers with the, just the locals here today and they love their they love their rugby you know first and foremost mm. and uh, you know that's the national that's the national game but um You've been, no, you've, been, you've been very PC here, Campo. Okay. Campo's never PC. No, no, but never. things things are starting to change. You know, yeah. You know, we all know rugby's a boring game. We do, mate. <laughs> Don't we? Yeah. We all know rugby. Don't say that. Not, not, Wayne's listening. We're well, not doing you, a two-hour show on Super I, Rugby. I tell you, are. rugby in Australia is a boring game. That's for sure. <laughs> and that's why everyone's turning to the league. You know, everyone's turning to the AFL. You know, they're just exciting games, and um, people want to see excitement. And you know. The Warriors of uh, you know playing some exciting footy, yeah. mate. I'm just I I, I got to tell you, me and you have a, such a fantastic relationship from our time when we were at the Warriors. You know, you're my first assistant coach when they said, "Who do you want as assistant coach?" I said, "I want Kevin Campion." You know, you're coming out of those playing days, and you know, you're in charge of defence, and just because of the way that you uh, used to get the boys up, mate. What if this new role, this ambassador role? Mm. Um, what is it like? Do you get a chance to actually sit in there, and yeah. do the boys actually know what Kevin Campion brought to the Warriors back in those days? I think, I think so. Look, I think, um, it, it, and it's not just from um, you know, Cameron George has a lot to do with it. You know, he's bringing all the old boys back, and um, I was, you know, brought into this um, into the side last year just to you know just to show face and talk to the boys and and just gen- generally chat to them. And, and that's when Brandy was the, um, coaching. So then it transition to Stacey at the end of the year and um, yeah more than happy to come in and you know just just be a sounding board to Stacey and more more so just uh, you know just to have his back and you know yeah, if he just wanted some advice Mate, do just you rem- have a chat do you remember when you like you'd, they weren't listening to you like do you get a chance to say Man, I'm sick of being PC. I'm actually going to go and tell this guy up. <laughs> oh, back in the day, I used to just... I, 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 I crueled some... You did. Some, a lot of players' careers, didn't I? <laughs> you did. Which is fantastic, because at that time, we needed it. And they all responded, which is uh, well, really Well, and the great thing about it, you know, when we were playing there, everyone responded. So, yeah, look, I... I came from the, the Broncos, um, you know, environment, and I knew... I, you know, knew how to win. I knew, I knew their bloody formula, mm. and um, yeah, it worked. It, 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 you know, I don't know if it would have worked at any other club, but it worked here when yeah. I when I first got here. For uh, Warriors fans, Cambo, it's been a pretty lean uh, sort of ten years from that grand final in 2011. Uh, of course, only one finals appearance in 2018. Cam bringing a few of the old boys back. Do you feel like maybe there was a there was a period there where maybe we lost a little bit of that Warriors identity, and now sort of bringing you guys back in uh, and some of the other staff they've put around the team, it, it's bringing a little bit of that sort of Kiwi Warriors flavour back into the site. Yeah, hundred percent, exactly what you said. But you know, I think a, a, most clubs these days are doing it, bringing their old boys back. Mm. Um, I was fortunate enough to play for a lot of clubs, six clubs uh, um, in total, but. Well, 
the, the most special time that I ever had was over here at the Warriors because um, we went from cellar dwellers to, to um, you know, premiership. You know, we were, we were premiership favourites. Yeah. You know, it was unbelievable in, t- in a two-year span. So my, my favourite memories, you know, and I, I, I played, you know, 80 games at the Broncos and won two premierships, but, you know, I would love to see the Warriors, um, you know, bring that trophy over the over the Tasman. I know, and and we know, mate, that they don't want that to happen. No, you know, I know. Like, it's a it's a tough one to talk about all the time, and you're trying to be sort of have a have a a little bit of a you know, these half and half type scenario where you're thinking about oh maybe they do want us to bring it back here, but mate, do you think with the competition going this year? And I was just talking to Gordy about it. Like it's so close, mate. Like mm. you've gone from. You've got to be in the four to win it. And is it too early to be talking about, well, I think this year's different. I think if you make... Because I'm starting to think, if you make the eight this year, because it's so close, you're a chance. Yeah. Yeah, you could win it for eight, 100%. You know, I think everyone's just gone back to the drawing board and and concentrating on really basic football. Um, And the the better teams with the better... You know, obviously the better skilled players are are winning, like uh, like Penrith. But they base themselves on their defence. The Warriors uh, have based our season on, on our defence. We're really working hard for each other. From one to eight, you know, we, you know, you never know. No, anything yeah. could happen. That's a, well, that's only two points in it. Yeah. What are you, What about off the field, Campo? What are you seeing from the team this year? Um, because obviously on the field they're they're, they're humming, they're hissing, yeah. and they're, they're having fun, they're enjoying it. What yeah. are you seeing off the field around the club? Well, I just think it's the same uh, atmosphere off the field. I think the the boys are enjoying um, being around each other, and they were last year. Like I, obviously the boys yeah. are based in Redcliffe. I would go up there weekly. Um, and and walk around and, and talk to the boys and but you know it was doom and gloom yeah and and the, and it showed on the field you know we would compete we weren't competing for eighty minutes this year we are mm. um, last year we were competing for forty to fifty minutes and you know we were still getting yeah we were getting beaten yeah yeah and it's a horrible mate <laughs> you're saying that it reminds me of two thousand and four when I took over. We gave good for 50 minutes and then we struggled for the rest of it. Yeah. Mate, your little mate Stacy, you know, like yep. he's gone back to assistant coach. He's a champion. We had him on breakfast show this morning yep. talking about what's what, what they need to do to win down there. How was it for him last year? Like how much support did you wrap yourself around Stace knowing that you'd played with him and, of course, the, the trials and tribulations that he was going through? Yeah, it would have been hard. Look, um, you know, he came in after Bernie uh, moved on uh, and it would have been hard. And the season was basically gone yeah. anyway so he was just a interim coach just trying to get through the season but I think he did a wonderful job he's a good you know everyone respects Stacey Jones and um, and the player you could see the players they wanted to win for him but um, you know we just we were burnt out yeah. because you know a lot of those you had you had players there who had signed um, for the Warriors who'd never been to New Zealand yeah it was just ridiculous, yep. you know. Yep. They never experienced it, and that was a great thing. I loved New Zealand when I lived here because I loved the people. I loved the, I loved uh, living in in Auckland. It was just a beautiful place um, to live, and you know they just they never got to experience that, which is so sad. Mm. I can tell you tomorrow night, half of the Broncos roster this will be their first game playing in New Zealand, yep. so we got that going for us as well. Uh, before we let you go, Campo, two uh, two ones for you. So we, we've obviously talked about the the brouhaha with uh, with Webkey. Any <laughs> other memories that stick out for you? Broncos Warriors games over the years. Anything that sort of jumps out? Well, I think that first game that we when we beat the Warriors, um, that was a, like it was a tough battle. It was a battle. Yeah. Uh, and and the place and, and Mount Smart, um, I think we used to call it Ericsson at the time, but 
it was packed and yeah. there was no no way we were not going to lose that night and that was an amazing night when Stace I think Stace kicked a field goal he to did. win it 13 12 and um, it just went off and it was, the crazy thing about it like you win those games you, you celebrate those games um, and, and they had a, put a put a drinking ban on us <laughs> would you believe anyway so we've rocked up we've rocked up the next morning to uh, for our recovery at um at, what was it Pamir Pools anyway nearly un- got me sick unbeknownst to us um Eno's um, brought out a breathalyzer <laughs> oh <laughs> remember that no. he's put out a breathalyzer Jason Deeth he's, <laughs> he's blown 1.3 <laughs> Or point zero or point one three, like five times the limit, and we're going. How the hell did this bloke get to the pool? <laughs> no, how did this? How the hell did this get bloke get to the pool? I got called into a meeting. And I just about lost my job. And I let him jump in the pool. <laughs> it was, mate. That, like days were, fantastic. Uh, those were fantastic days, Campo. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. Hey, before, hey, before we let him get off tomorrow night, prediction. Oh, mate. You know, it, it's a. Uh, these are one of the games. It's a funny one, this one, because, you know, the Broncos have got five out with the, with the origin uh, and we're expected to win this. Mm. But and but the players can't go with that mindset, yeah. you know, we're going to win this. They've just got to go back to what they've been doing all year, play really hard footy and just work hard for each other. Mate, I, I think we'll beat them. Um, I, I think we'll beat them convincingly. But Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. And I, and I, and I dead set believe... You know, the way that they're playing consistently over 80 minutes is, is really now a trait where people are starting to stand yeah. up and look. And that's why I asked the question about the top eight. If you finish in the top eight, the Warriors finish eight, no other team wants to play them. No. Especially if they get a full, full-time roster. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No, mate, thanks it's a lot good for joining rugby us. League. Great for New Zealand. I know you're, jo- you're joining us tomorrow. I know we're doing a, pod- a podcast, me and you. We're going to do a, a fly-on-the-wall um, hour together. So, uh, mate, all our listeners will be waiting to see that one. We're talk- talking about Nathan Woods, are we? <laughs> we are. We will. We'll talk a little bit about Woody um, and, and plenty more, too, from our times here at the Warriors. But thanks yeah. a lot for joining us. Today. My pleasure, boys. There you go. Uh, Kevin Campion there. Great to have him in the uh, in the building and, and to have him jumping on the show, too. Awesome to hear his thoughts. Uh, we've got another legend lined up, Owen Guttenbeal. He's standing just off to the side here. So we're going to take a break. When we come back here on Running It Straight, Arwen Guttenbeal, the man himself, is going to be in the chair with us.